Welcome to Sparks, a podcast from Ignium, designed to help you reignite your passion and drive your business forwards. This episode is very much a cultural episode, and I've often talked about the difference between cultural and commercial in business. And I think cultural is a really key point to this, which is why I'm delighted to welcome back Jackie Jarvis. Jackie, as you remember from a previous episode, talked about her walks and her trips across Spain, walking the Camino Trails, which she's done for many years now, walking over 3,000 kilometers in the, in the process. Jackie's the author of Go Slow to Grow, and that book talks exactly around that, about how sometimes we need to slow down to grow and move forward. She's got another book coming out later on, and we might well talk about that as we go. But the reason we've got Jackie back on the show is to talk about some of the cultural elements and some of the learnings that Jackie took away as she walked the Camino Trails. She talks here about some of the messages that she wants to bring out. And we've got six key points I'd love you to pick up as we go. But before we talk about those, let's welcome Jackie. So Jackie, welcome back to the Sparks by Ignium podcast show. Uh, hi, Phil. Thanks very much for having me back. It's really nice to be here. Thanks, Jackie. And we're recording this. It's now 6th of January 2022, just to put a date stamp on it. So it's an interesting time. You know, we're all coming back after after a festive break, after New Year. And I know you've been travelling yet again to Italy. I have, Phil. Yeah, I managed to navigate the various COVID hoops and all the forms and things and tests I had to do to get over to see my family. So that was lovely to see them after two years, actually, um, in person. So um, I'm very glad I did it. and It was really worth the effort that it took to, to make that trip. I think that's amazing, isn't it? Just to get out of the country, I think a lot of people do. I know when we uh, we had our New Year's celebration, we all talked about some of our ambitions for the future. And some of those were just to leave the UK for once. <laughs> yes. And I think it's uh, to, to escape and go somewhere else. So, um, so look, we're going to be talking about travels as we go through here. And I think um, one of the key messages we took around from our last conversation was very much this thing around um, lightening your load. And one of the messages you took from a previous trip that you did was very much around when, when you discovered your rucksack was too heavy and you threw it down on the floor and then started giving things away to the people on the trail. So you end up with a very much a lighter rucksack. And then you talked about just buying a lighter rucksack or a smaller rucksack so you couldn't take as much stuff with you because that enabled you to free yourselves up so you could carry on and effectively lead a simpler life. And mm. I wonder how that served you since we last talked. Oh, definitely. Um, I think especially coming into the new year, you know, we all tend to, I don't know, clear things up, don't we? We mm. um, tidy our offices. We um, maybe clear out some of our clothes that we're not wearing and, and all of those kind of things, I think, is a very much a kind of end of year and new year thing. Mm. And I, I'm very, very conscious of um, lightening my load, not just on the Camino um, when I go traveling, but generally in life. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I really do question, you know, making things count really making the time and, and the choices that I make count and also not to you know to have too much stuff you always have to deal with stuff you know and that can be in business and it can be also in your personal life and mm. the more you have the more you have to deal with and the less time you actually have for experiences which is yeah. what I'm very keen on having yeah. um, in life certainly at, at the age I am now I'm, I'm conscious that time is passing and there'll be a limited amount of time when I might be fit enough to go and do all these um, various Camino hikes that I enjoy and traveling and things so the lighter my load is in life the better really yeah and, and you know it's really interesting I, I i was out running with my daughter this morning i mentioned you earlier uh, and my daughter always re- runs with her, her airpods in so i don't get a chance to talk to her because she just needs to stay in the zone so i put my headphones on this morning was running and i was listening to a new book or new to me by gary vaynerchuk uh, and and it's 12 and a half lessons that he wants to teach and one of them he talks about was very much around the 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 average age at death of people over the years and back in 1880 the average age of the of people in america was 39 years old 
And it made me think actually 39, and that's only 140 years ago. So here I am, 51, going on 52 this year. Actually, I really agree with what you point there around, you know, make the most of all the experiences we can have, because it's not about accumulating things, it's about accumulating experiences, I believe. And actually that book that I was listening to this morning really brings that home, you know, we're, we're lucky to be here, let's be grateful for, for what we've got, but actually really look at how do we build experience into our lives going forward, not mm. accumulate things was the message I took yeah. away from that. Well, definitely. I mean, I think things have a limited um, function to give you happiness and pleasure. It's a bit like, you know, when you imagine buying a new thing, you know, I, knew I got a new car last year, which was, you know, nice to get a new car. I did need one. You know, my last one I've had for nine years. And, you know, I enjoyed looking for it and going to choose it. And then there was some pleasure in driving it back from the, the garage, etc. But really, the kind of yeah. pleasure only lasts for a certain amount of time before that car just seems like the last car, you know, so I think, but when I reflect on, say, my trip last year, which I uh, we talked about the last podcast, when I went and walked for two weeks on the Via de Plata, you know, in a, a kind of challenging time, I suppose I took the risk to go and and did it. And I'm I'm getting pleasure from even reviewing that experience, yeah. writing about that experience, sharing the messages and things so much more than than potentially the car that I bought. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's kind of it for me. It's it's not the same for everybody, but for me, it's unconscious of um you know how i spend my time and there's the stuff around me is actually can inhibit that um yeah. enjoyment of life really yeah i think that's interesting actually isn't it that stuff around you and you think about inhibiting enjoyment and, and i wonder it makes me think about you know one of the things we talked about was you know think about your your caminos and, and when we last talked you've got plans to do more camino trails in in the future and what 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 is it about the caminos that draws you back time and time again since your very first walk uh, that's a, a great question. I reflect on quite a lot. It's almost not an addiction, but it's one of those things, you know, when something gives you such a huge amount of pleasure and mm. joy and happiness that you you can't resist going back there. <laughs> and, um, you know, many people have different things that they, they feel like that about. And the Camino yeah. is definitely one for me. And I, I don't know whether it's something to do with the energy that I pick up there. It's, it's, it's almost like as soon as I my feet hit the trail of a Camino and they're mm ancient spiritual roots so I guess there's a, a certain kind of energy that that is attracted I think to that 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 way or that route yeah and I just feel that I connect with that straight away it's an instant thing and yeah. I kind of just know it's going to be good and maybe it's also because I know that I've got a real chance to let go of a lot of the things that I carry not just on my back but in my head yeah. um, because that is also part of the the load we all carry um we might not have physical things around us but if we've got a load of stuff going on in our heads which yeah. most of us have most of the time including me yeah, <laughs> we've all got that going on and i think i i know that whatever happens you know during that that two weeks it's it's a bit like a retreat or a reset for me yeah. um and i know that i'm changed at the end of it as there's something shifts something changes that's interesting. much more so than two weeks just doing my normal routine yeah and it's interesting I shared some of this conversation with my friend Adam Woods who's also been a guest on this podcast Adam's a filmmaker and we talked about this and um and Adam and I have talked about how we might go and do some walks together and we actually talked about just walking in this country and talking because I think you, you inspired me to think actually you get a lot from that just standing and being with somebody and walking alongside someone uh, and we often talk from a, from an NLP perspective about pacing and leading 
And I think from a pacing point of view, just walking alongside somebody, getting into pace, you can actually understand a lot more about who they are as well. So Adam and I talked about going on a walk. So Adam, if you're listening to this, I'm now putting it out there. We're going to do some walks together. I know that. So it's a very good point, actually, because um, one of the things that, that I found on the Camino is slightly different to my normal way of operating. Mm. Normally, you would think walking and talking with somebody is really empowering. It's really enhancing. And it is. Um, but it has its place, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because when I found when I was walking on the Camino, I normally go alone. Um, yeah. But I do. But I do meet people on the on the journey. And one of the experiences I had recently on the Via de Plata, I, I met a friend um, who lives in Spain, um, who was also doing doing a part of the route that I was uh, doing in the Via de Plata. And the first day when we met, we hadn't seen each other for quite a long time, and we actually walked a whole day talking. We spent a whole yeah. day on the Camino talking. And it was great, great conversation. But we both got to the end of it and thought that was great, but we couldn't possibly do that every day because yeah. we would miss the experience. And yeah. sometimes when you're talking yeah. with someone, you actually are interested in the information that's passing between you. When you're walking alone, it's a very different experience. Um, and so most of the Caminos, I, I enjoy the conversation maybe for an hour of the morning when I've got going and I might have a chat with somebody and then mm. possibly if I met up with somebody at the end of the day for a chat, but most of the route I'm on my own. Mm. Mm. And then even part of the evenings, it's nice to meet for a tapas or a glass of wine or a chat, but actually the biggest growth comes from that silence and that yeah. um, space and that peace that you do never, you will never get if you took a buddy with you because yeah, you that's... just talk all the time. That's really interesting, isn't it? And, and I, used, I know you've talked about this in terms of you mentioned to me earlier that you're, you're thinking about writing another book. And, you know, and, you know this is this is going to be Jackie's journey across Spain. But I think one of the messages you, you mentioned to me was very much around this time to stop talking, and actually just getting into that silent way of working and just being being at one with yourself to some degree. I think that's a, a really interesting piece, isn't it? Because in, in life and in business, we're often so busy, we don't get time just to, to just to reflect because of the busyness of what we do. So yeah. there's a real powerful message in not talking. And, and it's almost a bit of a, uh, a spiritual life to live where you're not talking, you're just with your own thoughts. That's right. And, and the thing is with um, someone I know with quite similar in our business, we do a lot of talking. We also mm. do a lot of listening, but we do do, we do do quite a bit of talking. And I also probably could admit to having quite a busy mind, generally. Yeah. My natural mind is busy. And so therefore my own journey doing these Camino routes has actually been to calm me down, you know, to okay. actually hear the messages that come forward when you have a blank mind. It's, it's a very, uh, you know, I don't know if you meditate, Phil, but I do usually every day. Um, and that's my time to turn all the thoughts off. Um, but the rest of the time, you know, I catch myself with the voice inside my head, which everybody yeah. has, you know, that little, voice that keeps talking endlessly yeah. <laughs> but you go shut up you know and that that voice has lots to say much of which is not always useful and I think what happens to me when I'm Camino walking is eventually I can step into that real silent mm. place in my mind where yeah, I'm yeah. actually totally present I think there's power in that real power in that so, so I wonder in that case you 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 keep a, a diary and you talked about meditating. I want to come back to that piece as well. Um, you keep a diary as you go on your walks and you, you, you write a short piece, which effectively is your own blog. Um, have you got any examples from your blogging or your, your writings during your journey 
to bring out some of that about either stopping talking or just um, letting go of the thoughts? Any, any of those recollections you've got, would you say, hey, this is one of the bits where I, I really had that thought process going through and you wrote it on paper? Yes, well, I, what I tend to do with the, um, when, I'm, when I'm walking is that I start off my, my day, um, as you know, you've, you've read some of the, the little daily blogs, yeah. and I kind of see what evolves, you know, and usually there's um, a theme to the day, you know, it's, it's, I haven't kind of planned it, I've kind of allowed the thought, and whatever the thought, it's almost a bit like what's happened in the internal working of my own mind. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going through my day, and then there'll be some kind of message that because I've created the space for those messages to come in yeah um you know there's you know a kind of message comes forward for me you know so you know one of the the daily blogs as you know was was all all, all about time to stop talking mm, exactly I love that and, and that was actually very early on in the Via de Plata which is actually I think was day three actually I had that message uh I kind of I think what happened was I arrive on the Camino feeling excited and feeling kind of, you know, what's going to happen? What am I going to learn? Where am I going to go? It's not all about the, the cafes that I visit and the people I meet. It's actually about the, the learning and the messages that I might get. And, and as you rightly said, a lot of them are, are more spiritual uh, than business orientated. Yeah. And um, I happened to be walking through this um, natural park, you know, and it was just so peaceful. And I guess that was the first day where I really connected with, that value of having that complete and utter peace and space yeah, yeah, and you actually start to hear we all talk about hearing the birds sing giving yourself to space yeah. and all of that kind of thing but I kind of was very aware of the contrast between the big overloaded head that I brought to the community really you know, yeah full of all that stuff about business about what I was going to do and my whole life and you know things that had gone right and wrong and all sorts of stuff I had whirring around uh, things I needed to process you know good and bad and it was just that day where I realized, you know, why I do it, you know, mm -hmm. and the kind of the joy that you get from just that real peace. Yeah. And, you know, we all talk about doing versus being, you know, and, you know, some people walk these distances. I've got to crack on. I've got to make the distance. I've got to, you know, how quickly can I do it? Mm -hmm. And again, that's that's not the same as creating a, a space. It's it's another activity. Yeah, if that makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. So I was kind of very aware of why I do it. It's it's not just about the, can I do 30K? Can I do 40K? Can I do it really quickly? It's actually about what I gain from it in a completely different way. Yeah, I love that. And, and I wonder, actually, I've got your day three blog here, actually. And, and the, the, do you mind if I just read a little bit? Or maybe you could read a bit, because there's a bit you talk about there about peace descending quickly. Yes. Uh, have you got that in front of you? Because it'd be worth you yes. maybe reading that to us, because I love what you said in there. There's a really interesting piece around how you discovered that. It just said, um, you know, uh, it was about the peace descending quickly, walking in silence, almost like a moving meditation. Space in my head, taking everything in. I remembered why I do this. The talking, the overthinking, the mental overloading, put on hold. Time just to be is good for my soul and I feel it. Mm. I love that. And I, I love that bit about time just to be, because I think, you know, as business owners, we're all busy. And, and you, you reflect on this last time we talked when we think, thought about, you know, your, your quick wins in sales. You know, it's all about speed. It's all about quickness. Um, and, and I love that reflection of this transformation in Jackie when you get on the, the trail and you start walking there and you remember why you do it. And I think that's yes. something that a lot of people often forget why they do anything because they're in the melee of doing. 
Exactly. And also it's weird that my two books, are, uh, you know, one's called Quick Wins, which has its place and its value. Yeah. And the other one was is Go Slow to Grow. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm very conscious. It's almost like two sides of me. You know, there's one that the soul mm-hmm. <laughs> is craving for this stillness and space and calmness and connection. And then the other one is, you know, on it, you know, making things happen, you know, um, taking action, you know, driving things forward. And maybe both have their place mm. um, in, in all of us, not just me, in, in all of us. Um, yeah. Sometimes if I stay in the quick wins for too long, not that I don't like myself, but I don't feel quite me, if that mm. makes sense, mm. when I've done it for too long. Yeah. Um, but when I, if I was in the slow being mode, I'd just be sitting chanting or meditating. I wouldn't make much happen. So, <laughs> so I, I kind of, I know there's a, a place for both. But I think that what I have to share, um, which I am, you know, so you know, I'm putting these um, diaries into a into a book. Yeah. Um, it is the insight that I get from these trips and this this kind of reflection time actually are messages that are very powerful for for many people because many of us are like this um you know there's a craving for something more something deeper something stronger something that we're really totally connected with and i think the more stressed people get Mm. the more they crave that and i'm no different and I think it's interesting if you talk about, you know, there's a lot of insight that you're talking there. And I think, you know, having, you know, your walking thoughts and, you know, you do a lot of work as a walking coach where you're walking alongside somebody, come back to that same metaphor, where, where you're allowing people just to, to talk and you're, you're out in nature when you're doing that. But I think that that process of just having somebody to talk to is what coaching is all about, having somebody yes. to talk to. And, and it, it just talking about the issue, the problem, whatever you want resolving, actually is a big a cathartic approach to just releasing what's going on for you it and is let things go it is right because i think i'm quite adept like you at sort of you know reflecting you know but we take something to reflect on and we get yeah. a message whereas you know there may be that's the nature of what we do others spend more time in other areas very important areas mm. of life and maybe don't have so much time to or even the questions to ask to get that reflection, yeah, yeah. which which I suppose means that when someone walks with you or, or me or or another person that, that does this kind of thing, we have the c- capacity to ask the right questions yeah. um, that is going to enable someone to do that important reflection, or we guide it through written the written word or a podcast or or some form of I think it's really important, some form of giving someone a thought, because I, I love that. I was talking to you earlier about, you know, walking and listening to some Urquhart Toll or, yeah. or, you know, some other audio book or something that, that kind of gives me that, oh, yes, you know, and, and that he helps me to, to reflect in a certain way. Yeah. And then I help hopefully a different kind of person, maybe a business person who's very busy, um, yeah. who, who wants someone to to help them um, slow down and, and think differently or reflect mm-hmm. on things in a different way. I think that's really powerful. And one of your one of your other learnings you told me about was walking through the fog, you know, and, oh. and getting getting the, the light to come in and actually, you know, letting go of stuff and trusting the light will come on. Because I think that's something that, again, as, as a coach, you and I do this. We, we trust the process. And we want people that we work with to trust the process because actually that guiding and giving someone a thought actually can just inspire someone to do something different or just that's triggers to them, which gives them the answer. So I wonder if you can just talk a bit about that in terms of, you know, walking through the fog on your journey. What's the experience like and how did you come up with solutions for yourself, possibly? Oh, that's a lovely question because that was also one of the daily blogs. And I always think that um, 
I laughed when I got up one morning and saw that it was foggy because that was actually how my mind was feeling. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what I see on the Camino is actually a direct reflection of what is going on in my yeah. mind. Yeah. But, but the thing is, I've got time when I'm walking, I've got time to see, to, to register the messages that I'm getting. Mm. Um, and the day that I walked out into the fog, I had been pondering something that was worrying me with something in my personal life, you know, yeah. and I was quite annoyed with myself that I was still pondering or going over or ruminating over something that I really should have let go of. And I, I thought I had let go of it and I hadn't. <laughs> and so I got up in the morning and I looked out and I wasn't feeling as great as I normally do. And I yeah. thought, blimey, you know, like, am I going to go out and walk? And I realized it was, I was walking out into the fog and, you know, my blog, it, it, it you know, I do say that it, it was almost like how I felt. And then what happened was I talked to somebody for the first 10 kilometers. It was actually just a friend that I'd, I'd met on the Camino. Okay. And, you know, some of the things we were talking about um, in our 10 minutes was, was all about having that choice mm. in, in how, what you reflect on. Um, and I realized that I'd come out in the morning reflecting on the negative, you know, so my, my mind was, my inner dialogue was all about, um, you know, ruminating over what had gone wrong and mm. you know da, da, da. and then I started we started talking about gratitude you know which yeah. is a real massive shift yeah, um, yeah. and you know switching that to so okay so what, what I'm actually grateful for you know it might be a, a negative situation but something in it you're you've got something from it you're grateful that it happened you've got some learning um, you've got some important insight and we started talking about that subject that I brought up which was yeah. personal and some of the good bits and the, the things that I was grateful for and the things I could keep with me in into my future That's and and as I was walking and we were talking about that um and after the conversation, I reflected on the gratitude or the shift in attitude being the light, you know, mm. so I was just thinking about it's a bit like getting some light reflected on a negative um, perspective. That's interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. and then suddenly the light came through the fog, you know, on that particular day. Yeah. And as I was watching the light, because I had time because I was walking, I realized that that's very much like what can happen in our minds. Um, we, we shift our perspective. We let some positive energy in yeah. and it can actually shift the whole thing. Yeah. And then suddenly you're energized. You feel completely in a different state. And I, I kind of spent the rest of the day on that day, you know, being in the moment, enjoying the light. Mm -hmm. And then I realized to my relief, I felt better because at the beginning I felt awful. And at the end of the day, nothing had particularly changed apart from what was going on in my mind. Yeah. And so the fog had lifted Love and it. the light, I had allowed the light in. And that's very similar in business. You know, the fog is there all the time, isn't it? With, well, what are yeah. we going to do next? Oh, my God, this has happened. That's happened. Or I wish that hadn't happened. There's all sorts of stuff that clouds our mind. And whilst we're worried about that and ruminating over it, we can't actually let that new fresh light in. Mm. We're blocked. We're literally blocked. blocked. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think there's a real power in that, isn't it? Because as you say, in business and in life, we're often we're often stuck in a way of thinking. And you know, from a from a psychology point of view, we talk about the reticular activating system, which means you start noticing things. Uh, and if we put ourselves out there with some negative thought pattern, whatever that might be, that's what we're going to start noticing. I, I made a comment to some people this week, you know, just after Christmas. I went back to the swimming pool early in the morning. I set my alarm for six o'clock. And I woke up and having woken up just after a Christmas break at six o'clock in the morning, it was tough. And I was carrying that thought with me until I got to the pool and I found myself talking to another swimmer just before I got in saying how tired I felt. And I suddenly caught myself and realized I'm putting that thought out there that I'm feeling tired and groggy. 
let's just change my thinking a bit. Well, how do I want to be feeling? And I think it's in the same way as if you're walking in the fog, all you can see is the fog around you. But actually, there's other things you can see about walking and you're seeing the path in front. So maybe just changing your perspective from looking at the fog to looking through the fog and understanding what that, that light coming down to you is. I think it's a really powerful metaphor for actually just changing it and saying, what's the flip of this? What do I need to see that I really want? How do I want to be feeling as opposed to be feeling and seeing foggy? What do I want? Exactly. And it, but it is, it is knowing what to do, like in these situations, because everybody yeah. wants to feel happy. Like, yeah. don't yeah. we all? And we've all got, there's all sorts of stuff going on in everybody's lives, especially mm. over this last COVID year. And, you know, there's, there's sad things happen too. And you can't just switch a, no. you know, turn the light on or no. make, make the dark turn to light just like that. But I think, um, you know, knowing what to do and how to help yourself. I mean, I've got through the yeah. darkest of times with, you know, I found a gratitude journal that I'd written in a really bad time, you know, when okay. I was just, you know, um, you know, in my personal life. And I kind of forced myself to get out this gratitude journal and, and write down every day all the things that I was grateful for. And I read it the other day and I thought, God, you know, it took a lot to make me do that at that time yeah. when I felt, you know, really bad. And I think if you have some tools, you know, something, you know, you know that no matter how bad you feel, if you just take a walk, put one foot in front of the other if that's all you can do you'll still yeah. feel a little better yeah. um yeah. if you can just write down one thing you're grateful for even if everything else is going wrong yeah. one thing it lifts you just a little yeah and that you know there has been you know it has been tough for, for many people and i think um you know we've all been searching a little bit for for that support yeah um and yeah. i think you can support yourself with um just the right question or just you know just shifting a little bit yeah. to, to, to see that chink of light that might be coming through the tiniest of cloud you just look up and you go i can just see a tiny bit of light out there yeah. what what's that about you know and and even just that you know it could be that i don't know you're just feeling like you went for your swim and you go do you know what i'm really lucky that i can actually go swimming some people can't yeah and there was a time when we couldn't even get to the pool you know so you kind of go oh actually i can i can actually swim and and those simple little things are at the end of the day so important to everybody um yeah. being able to walk down the road you know when some people can't you know it's it's it really those things lift us if we allow them to lift us um, and don't get lost in in all the kind of um, irrelevance, you know, yeah. which which we often crowd our own minds out with and crowd our lives out with. I think. Yeah, there's a really interesting point there, and I think you raise a really good point as well. I meant that you know sometimes when you're in that darkest point, whatever that darkest point is, it is hard to see the light. Uh, and and using that metaphor of the light shining through, and just looking for that little piece, and yeah. whether it's putting one foot in front of the other, or or taking a step outside the front door, or or you know if you're a business owner and it's all looking rough as we know you know think about the hospitality industry that's been through a very rough patch because of covid over the last few few weeks or months or years now yeah um, actually looking at okay what is it you can do differently how can you see that little chink of light how can you take one step because i think it, it is very hard when you're stuck in that way of thinking to pull yourself out and i think unless you've been there you sometimes don't recognize the difficulty that people have getting out of that frame of mind you know you and I can talk as coaches but even we get stuck into ways of thinking yeah and we have to do something different we have to pull ourselves up yeah and it does take a lot sometimes it's not it's not an easy thing and that may be the way I tell myself that but actually we need to find another way to look at okay what is the chink of light and again I come back to the the Gary Vaynerchuk book I just happened to be listening to this morning and uh, one of the points he raised which really opened my eyes was the fact that you know, of the of the uh, six or seven billion people on the planet today almost 
one billion do not have running water. Mm. And when you reflect on that, it just brings a perspective, actually, how lucky you are just to have a simple thing that we take for granted, that we have that in our homes. Exactly. And it's a really simple thing. But actually, when you come back to that, think, actually, wow, I'm in the lucky camp because I've got that in front of me. I've got a warm house. I've got running water. And sometimes we, we take that for granted. And yeah. that's that gratitude, I think, which is, a, you know, just it's a slight aside, but I see that's how I see it in some ways is you know, come back to that gratitude. And, and when you talk about your gratitude journal, just making yourself write those one things that you're grateful for every yes. day. Yes. Yeah, no, that, that's so true. And I think, um, you know, like that you asked me why I do these Caminos. And it, it it's a bit like I sometimes need reminding of the, my own messages. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm producing, as you know, this, this book, which is, um, you know, going to be around walk, the walking thoughts to transform yeah. your life. And it's going to be me sharing these, these, jour- these journal entries on various Caminos that I have um, partaken in. Mm. And, you know, when I've been reviewing the, the daily diaries and things, I can see the same messages coming through, um, which is interesting that, there's a similar angle there's a similar message that mm. comes through all the time when I'm walking alone and I'm alone with my thoughts and um, those are messages that are incredibly valuable to all of us in our daily life yeah yeah um, and so I ha- you know it's not I have to go on the Camino I need to take myself out of my busyness to be able to hear myself and to hear my own yeah, spiritual, yeah. My, my own soul speak, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm practicing now doing it daily here, you know, okay. so um, making each day count, you know, reviewing what I've done in a day, you know, that's actually counted for something, you know. Mm-hmm. For example, today when I might be reviewing my day, you know, I don't sit down with a pen and paper, I just kind of you know, think about it for five minutes, you know, yeah. what, how, how, is my, how have I made today count? Yeah. You know, and one of the things will be doing this with you, you know, because I know that the, these messages may inspire somebody, um, you know, it might give someone a lift when they just needed it, you know, and something that happened in my mind could happen in someone else's mind, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that, to me, makes this day valuable. There might be yeah. some other stuff that I got involved with that I probably wasted a bit of time, but I'm trying to make more of, of the time that I have and make do something every day that counts. And it's yeah. not just about money either. It's about making it count in a in a in a um, a different way, in a yeah. in a more emotional way, I guess. I, I think that's interesting. I think there's you know in the in the, the the journey of life we often talk about wealth, wealth and health, and I think you know it's wealthy. Wealthy is not just wealthy in pocket; it's wealthy of mind as well. And actually, yeah. sometimes we forget that in the in the busyness of just trying to make money, we forget about what our purpose is. What's the reason we're creating our business? You know, we're we're lucky, Jackie. We 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 run our own businesses. We we whether we call ourselves entrepreneurs or not, but either way, we're running our own businesses. We've both done it for a long time. Uh, and when I first set up my business. It, it was a combination. I never used to use the word commercial and cultural, but actually it was it was a combination of the two at the time because I set up my business as a way of being more at home, but I also needed to make money. So it was that balance between the two. Yeah. Actually, as I moved forward over the next 10 years from when I set up that in 2004, um, I, I realized actually the cultural side of what I did and, and cultural from my perspective, just meant, you know, having time to do things outside of work or having time to give back and do pro bono coaching with people or having time to, to give my time to the community of ways was actually equally, if not more important than the commercial side of my business, because that yeah. would make money and I could make it make money. But I realized actually, the more cultural work I did, the more commercial return I got as well, which is interesting that one led to the other, but it wasn't the intention of it. And I think yeah. sometimes that, that wealth of mind actually generates wealth of pocket 
if that was a phrase I'm just thinking about as I do that. <laughs> I think it's the, the old phrase, you know, chase money, money runs, chase success and money comes. And it's a bit cheesy, yeah. but there's there's That's there's some truth in that. And I think um, I've got to the place where I go, well, hold on a minute. There's only so much money I actually need. And what do I actually need yeah. to be happy? And could I spend a bit more time, you know, doing the writing? It's the writing is not necessarily about making loads of money. It'd be lovely if it became, my yeah. books became million pound bestsellers, but yeah. you know, like, you know, it's not the, it's not the reason for doing them, you know? So, um, you know, I think, I think focusing on your purpose and yeah. um, what's really important to you in life and trying to get some kind of balance yeah. um, is important because, you know, what one day, none of us, you know, in a hundred years from now, none of us that are around now are going to be here. So, yeah. um, you know, we've got a short you know there's a short time where we're going to be walking on walking this path as yeah. as we are now and we've all got something i think we've all got something to contribute yeah. whilst we're here and it's about allowing time and space to to understand what that is and being able to take steps to 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 make that happen yeah. i think that's it's taken me a long time to I would say to really get my own message, if that makes sense, you know, okay. to really feel I'm living my own message, not just I'm talking about it and, and expecting other people to live. Because yeah, <laughs> uh, that can happen. It's my own, I'm living my own message now, I think, and I which think is that's... a relief. It's a relief, honestly. Yeah, we, and I think you suddenly reach an age in life where you realise you can do that. And, uh, you know, it's taken me a good few years to understand that. Now, I yeah. think we've, we've, we've had a great conversation here. And I'm, you know, when we originally set out to do this, Jackie, we said we'd do this as a second follow-up podcast. I'm thinking there's a third podcast here because we've yeah. only covered, we've only covered half the points we wanted to cover on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether we say to listeners now, actually, we're going to come back for episode three, which is to cover the next three points that we talked about before. So yes. if you're happy, I think we, uh, we put a wrap on this, this episode uh, and, and come back for episode three to cover the, the next three points for your learnings as you walk. Yeah, I've How's got more as well, Phil, so we can go on and on as long as you like. Yeah, we could, we could, I think. So I'm, I'm going to, 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 to say to lovely listeners, this has been a, a great conversation with Jackie Jarvis. I hope you've enjoyed it. There's some great points to take out here. The, the three points that I heard is, you know, taking time to stop talking and actually walking in silence sometimes is, is really important. And Jackie talked about meditating. And that's maybe the sign you get to actually meditate and be silent, not be in the melee of talking. Um, Jackie also talked about, you know, uh, starting with a blank canvas, create, allowing thoughts to come through and creativity to come and those insights come when we can actually just be, be basic, be blank, to carry the simple load. And then the final message Jackie brought up was very much around walking into the fog. Uh, and, and when you wake up and your mind is foggy, maybe that's all you can see. But at somewhere, if you start looking for that, that chink of light coming through the clouds, you might start seeing it and you can get a different perspective on things. So those are the three points that I take away from this. And in the next episode, we're going to cover the next three points, which I think are really valuable. So Jackie continues a walk across Spain with me on the uh, Sparks Bigney podcast. So thank you, Jackie. <laughs> That's a great summary. So thanks for having me, Phil. And I look forward to our, our next conversation. Thanks, Jackie. Let's do it again. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I've enjoyed recording it. This is just one of the great conversations I've had the privilege of being part of since I started recording the Sparks Bagnian podcast. So please go back and listen to some of the others. There's some great content in there, some great contributors. And also, while you're at it, please leave a review of this show with your comments, because that helps other people like you find this content. And we want to bring about the change that we really know matters to people. It helps us grow. And also, think about what actions you want to take there's no point just listening passively we want you to pick it up and do something with it so what are the three key things you want to do i can't hold you accountable but if you want to drop me a note phil at igniumconsult.com we're always keen to listen to what you have to say and actually introduce guests to us that you think will bring relevance to other people 
we wish you well. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Give us a review. Thank you.